welcome back to my podcast, Life in General. My name is Anna, and I am so happy that you are here. It has been a few weeks since I last uploaded an episode, and that is because on September 28th, here in Southwest Florida, we were hit with a Category 4 hurricane, Hurricane Ian, and we've spent the last few weeks recovering and cleaning up some of the damage and just trying to get back on, you know, the routine that we were in before this hurricane happened. So this was my first hurricane. (laughs) I moved to Florida right after Hurricane Irma. I was actually supposed to fly down um, and my flight got canceled because of the hurricane which was a category five hurricane that hit in September, 2017. So this hurricane that just happened was my first one and it was pretty fucking scary. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was definitely horrifying. It was an experience that I wouldn't wish on anyone. So we did not evacuate. We were not in a zone that needed to evacuate. And also in like, I don't know, maybe the last few hours, (laughs) maybe 12 hours, not even before it actually hit us. It made the turn to hit us. It was supposed to go more northern Florida, and then it ended up literally hitting us head on. So we live in a town that was just directly in the path, and I have Apollo here with me, so you're going to hear him doing his thing, (laughs) trying to get comfortable. But also, this might be two episodes because I only have you know, the half hour recording here on Anchor's website. So I may do a second part if I run out of time. It's all going to depend. Wait for Apollo to get comfortable. (laughs) My Frito boy, my baby. So yeah, hurricane, hurricane season. Category 4 hurricane, about two miles from being a Category 5. So it's pretty much like saying we got hit head-on with a Category 5 hurricane, and it was horrifying, to say the least. And it's crazy because I listened to my episode that I posted in September before I recorded this one, because I do try and listen to my most recent episode before I record a new one. And it was crazy how during that episode, I was talking about how I discussed with my doctor uh, the game plan of getting off Lexapro. It had been about seven months since I needed a Xanax for any type of like anxiety or panic situation and doing so well, feeling so accomplished (laughs) of my mental health. And then literally the rug was pulled from my feet and I landed flat on my fucking ass with this hurricane of what it did to me mentally. So we were pretty much in the eye of the hurricane and it hovered over us for about eight to nine hours of just getting brutally beaten by 155 mile winds, rain, 
some thunder, some lightning, more than likely tornadoes happening. So it was intense. And before it hit, you know, my fiance and I, we did some precautions. You know, we got water, we got things if we were going to, you know, lose power. Because you know you're going to lose power. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, when you're getting a Category 4 hurricane. So we have shutters that are attached to our window and we just put out these poles on the bottom of them to open and close them. So when a tropical storm comes along or a hurricane comes along, we drop the poles and we close the windows. And obviously, you know, it gets very dark in the house, but it keeps the windows protected. So we did that and, you know, got some water, got some things. And when we realized the direction, again, like, I want to say hours before it actually hit us or less than 12 hours. It was very close in timing that it just completely turned in our direction. And now it was coming like head on, head on. And it's definitely a waiting game before it happens. And you're, there's so much nervousness going on and there's so much anxiety and panic. You know, people fear panic. Um, they panic buy and they fear buy at the grocery store. I don't think it's called fear buy. I just think it's called panic buy. <laughs> I don't know. Let me know. But, um, a lot of that happening in the grocery stores, obviously. And it was... You know, my fiance was down here during Hurricane Irma, but they evacuated to a more northern area in in the state. So he has been through a hurricane before, but this was obviously my first one, the first one that we went through together. And during that night, I took a Xanax for the first time in seven months because I was so anxious and I was so panicky that I was nauseous. I was becoming nauseous because I'm watching our home on the outside of it get torn apart by this hurricane and there's nothing, there's not a single fucking thing that you can do about it, but just hope that it will be done and over with soon and you hope that your roof doesn't get ripped off. So we had a fence, a fenced-in backyard, and we had like those, um, it's a white fence, and it's pretty much like a, it's for privacy mainly, you know? So we loved that because we could walk through our lanai and into our backyard, and it was really like just this magical paradise, like this private paradise. I mean, we could walk out butt-ass naked in our backyard and no one can see us from the fence and then the fence towards the back of our property. It's not a privacy fence. It's just a short like white picket fence, but we had a whole bunch of brush back there. So we couldn't see our neighbors who were like on the other side of the canal because we do have a canal in our backyard, but we're not in a flood zone. That was my number one thing when we were buying a house is that I did not want to be in a flood zone. So it's a very low canal. And so yeah, you could step outside into our backyard and we had this cute little shed and we had these three um, trees that we have in the back and I call them the sisters because they're just like lined up, like all three of them are lined up. I don't know what type of trees they are. I'm not that good with those kind of things. 
I don't even want to guess because I'm probably not going to be correct with it, but maybe I'll look it up for next time. But I call them the sisters because I just feel like that's what they are. And I feel like they definitely protect our home, you know, going into the whole like spirit of things. And we have a name, we named our house, actually my fiance named our house <laughs> and we love her and we call her by her name and we give her love and gratitude and we take care of her. And then we also have like the spirit of the land that we're on, the property that we're on. So I feel like those sisters protect the outside and then the name of our house protects us on the inside. So that's just, you know, spooky gal life. But anyways, <laughs> I'm watching our fence get destroyed because how the wind was going, again, 155 mile per hour winds, they're hitting the fence and there's nowhere for the wind to go because it's a blocked fence. So it's just going to keep pushing through until it gets through. So we watched our fence get torn apart. It didn't even stand a chance up against these winds. So watching that get torn apart, and then we watched our lanai get torn apart. And how our lanai is, is that you open up our slider doors and you step onto it. And one wall is the like back of our garage, pretty much. And then there were two screen walls that had like... Um, the word of what they're called it was some sort of a barrier over the screen but lattice that's what it's called lattice <laughs> if you don't know what it is look it up but we had that over the screen and it was nauseating to watch those two screen walls just get ripped from the ground up and our neighbor's shed got torn apart and flew into our backyard and it was actually holding down some of our lanai wall for a couple of hours before it eventually got blown away and then the rest of the lanai wall came with it and then when I was on the front um when I was on the phone with our friends who our best friends who live in the same town as us and they're like a few streets away from us I was on the phone with them around like 5.30 at night or a little bit after 6. And I watched, like, as I'm on the phone with her, I watched the second screen wall of our lanai and just completely cave in. Like, it just completely fell in. And I started <laughs> obviously freaking out because, again, you are watching what you have worked so fucking hard for and what your partner has worked so fucking hard for get torn to shreds by mother nature and there's nothing you can do about it you can't go outside you can't fix it <laughs> baby girl it's gone like it's gone so so fucking emotional to watch that to watch it just get ripped apart and you can't do anything you cannot do a single fucking thing about it except watch it and cry and drink some alcohol because <laughs> a lot of people in Florida have like hurricane parties they just get drunk and yeah I took a Xanax and 
I was not okay. I was not okay at all. I was like pacing our house. I felt nauseous. I felt panicky. I have not felt that in so long. I have not felt that in so long. I practiced my mental health every single fucking day. I practice my spiritual path every single day. And so to be so on top of it and try my best to take care of myself and to have it all just feel like it just washed away with the rain that came that day because I was just pacing the house, nauseous, and you're hearing things outside. We heard debris hitting our house. We heard popping sounds, which is either your roof coming off or it was the transmissions on the light poles just blowing up. Like the sounds that you heard and when the gust of wind would just really blow through, you just like tense up and you kind of hold your breath for a second because you're like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? You're bracing yourself for a noise or for something to start happening. It was horror. It was just something that I really could have went throughout my whole entire life and never feel it and be okay because I was not okay. And I was so heightened in my anxiety and in my panic that the Xanax that I took didn't really do much, but I didn't take another one because I was so nauseous. I, you know, it was just, it was horrifying just hearing the things that were happening outside, watching your property get destroyed, something that you've worked for get destroyed. You know, I became a homeowner before I was 30 years old and the same thing with my fiance and we're very proud that we're able to have our cute little home with our cute little animals and our cute little backyard and you know we take pride in our space and what we work for and this home is a huge part of my safe space it is my safe space it was very important for me to make our home feel safe and feel energetically positive because I grew up in a house that wasn't energetically positive and that very much was not my safe space. So it's very important to me to keep up with our home and take care of our home. And we do a very good job with it. And again, we have like a personal relationship with the energy of our house because we gave her a name and, you know, It just, it hurt. It was just like a knife going through your heart watching things get destroyed. And the thing also about mother nature and about hurricanes and tornadoes and natural disasters and everything is that mother nature, she doesn't give a fuck about what your credit score is. She doesn't care what you have saved. She doesn't care how much your home costs. She takes what she takes because your house could cost $150,000 or it could cost a million dollars and she's going to come through and she's going to take what she wants no matter what. She doesn't discriminate. (laughs) She doesn't give a fuck. She will take what she wants to take 
so we went, um, we tried to take a nap throughout this whole thing because what really can you do? Our two cats pretty much slept through the whole entire thing. Our dog, Apollo, he was just as anxious as us. But we tried taking a nap and all of a sudden I heard this loud, I don't even want to say it was a bang. It was just a very loud noise. And I opened my eyes and I see some light coming through my fiance's game room. And I was like, oh no. Freaking out. Shot up out of bed. Ran over to the room. And one of our shutters was ripped clean off. Not dangling from the window. Not loose and hitting the window. No. This wind took our shutter and just in one swoop ripped it the fuck off. That sound. (laughs) I'll never forget that. Never. And again, you hear things hitting your house. You hear things popping. And you're just, you know, I was like convinced that we were going to end up like in the tub with our animals that night. I was very much convinced that like that is what was going to happen because we don't have a basement. So if we get a tornado, number one, how are we even going to know besides hearing it? I guess. Yeah, you would hear it. Sounds like a freight train, but you know, there's nowhere for us to go or something like that hits our home. So... I was, you know, texting my dad and my stepmom, like, we're probably going to end up in the tub tonight. (laughs) So then we lost power, obviously. It was only, you knew it was only going to be a matter of time before you lost power. And once we did the phone calls that I could make, I called my parents who were in Connecticut, took turns between my mom and my dad, and just asking them, like, turn on the news. Where the fuck is this storm? When the fuck is it going to be over? Because I'm telling you, it was repeatedly beating the shit out of us for eight to nine hours. And it was a long time during that process. But then seeing the destruction that was done afterwards, and you're like, holy shit, this happened all in the matter of a work day. Then it didn't seem, you know what I mean? Like when you're in it, it's forever. When it's over, you're like, that's how quickly things can change. In a matter of a work day, eight to nine hours, our fence is destroyed. Our lanai is caved in. A shutter was ripped off our window. Some shingles. Our gutters are gone. Like, (laughs) parts of our garage were damaged. My fiance's car mirror broken. Like, it's... In it was forever. When it was over, that's how quickly you realize that your life can change. And I know that people say it all the time. I know it's so cliche of live every day like it's your last, but literally any fucking day could be your last. Any hour, any minute, any second could be it because there's something so much more greater than us out there. So that's intense that's intense and it was horrifying absolutely horrifying and then you go to bed with (laughs) with a train outside of your window you know what I mean you go to bed with these horrific sounds happening outside of your window and when we woke up the next morning it was dead silence 
wasn't a sound outside of our window. And it's almost like, did we fucking die? Are we still here? <laughs> did we end up in Oz? Like, was our house picked up in a tornado? We ended up in Oz? I mean, where are we right now? It was silence coming from outside. So I, it was very early in the morning. It was probably like maybe seven o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I want to see the damage outside. Like, let's take a look outside and see what's going on. I have like a four and a half minute video on my phone of us stepping outside and walking around our property. And you walk outside and I mean, shit is everywhere. It's everywhere. Our fence in pieces. Our lanai in pieces. Everything else in pieces, you know? And it was weird what moved and what didn't move. Like our neighbors, for example, their sheds ripped apart. One ended up in the lanai, one went through our backyard. But the things that they had in their shed stayed put. <laughs> so it was also kind of interesting to see what was taken and what was and what was spared, you know? And so we walk outside and it's breezy out and it's cloudy. And it's very eerie. It was very gray. It was very gray. It was very disturbing. It was very disturbing. And then we, you know, like I said, we walked around our property. We saw that on our other neighbor's house, their air conditioning was completely ripped out of the wall from their house. And then we saw a lot of people on the roads, a lot of people driving with their windows down, you know, taking a look, seeing what the damage is. So after we walked around our property, we grabbed um, Apollo and we took him for a walk around the neighborhood because we wanted to see if people were okay. We wanted to see what damage had happened. I mean, literally our street looked like a scene from Twister which is one of my favorite movies. I fucking love Twister. But, you know, it's one of those movies when you're a kid and you watch during the summertime. And as soon as a breeze rolls through, you're like, oh my God, F5. You know, it's just, it's a classic, great movie. I actually went into Chase Tornadoes when I was a kid after watching that movie. So it's a great movie. But when you wake up and you your street looks like a scene from that movie in real life, I mean, it literally looks like a tornado just went right through us. Um, that's pretty fucking horrifying. And we walked around. Um, we were talking to, you know, neighbors and just asking, making sure everyone's okay. Some people had flooding. Some people didn't. Luckily, we didn't. And you know, some people had like four feet of water in their fucking house. You know, that's, that's a lot. So we took a look and saw everyone else make sure other people were okay. You saw trees that landed on homes. I mean, it was just our shed and our backyard was relocated, you know, like the steps to walk up to the shed are still there, but the shed itself just was completely moved. And it also looked like something hit it because there's a puncture hole on the side of it. The brush that's in our backyard is all pretty much down now and we can see like our neighbors across the canal um obviously our fence is gone so it was almost like wow we just feel so exposed now 
which is, you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's the least of what can happen after a hurricane, you know? So it was just weird to adjust to that because it was within, you know, a snap of a finger. It all looked different. You know, in a snap of a finger, the fence is gone, the little eye is gone. Like, everything just looks different now. And you're like, wow. So... A lot of trees were down. Telephone poles were down. I mean, it definitely, you were in a dead zone after the hurricane. And we drove to our friend's house to make sure they were okay. And we drove, you know, to another town where we were able to get cell service. And it was so cringy. It was so cringy driving back to our town. And then just watching our cell phones pretty much just be like non-existent. It was cringy. It was almost like no one can get a hold of you and you cannot get a hold of anyone else. It's like the closest thing to the apocalypse that we've experienced so far. I just feel like, complete side note, I just feel like we're just getting closer and closer to the apocalypse. I mean, between COVID and everything that happened with that and now with this hurricane and seeing what it's like recovering from a hurricane you know I feel like we're just getting closer and closer to it but regardless you know you crossed over a certain town line and you can't use your cell phone you don't know when you're going to be able to get a hold of somebody all of a sudden when you do get service for a second you have like 40 text messages come through because you know all my coworkers and I were in a group chat you know so it was weird it was strange to not be able to get a hold of anyone and vice versa so and granted I'm a 90s baby and we grew up with a lot of that but it wasn't in a happy way you know it was I can't get a hold of anybody because of destruction and no one can get a hold of me because of destruction it wasn't because you know technology didn't mature to that level yet you know, this was because of a hurricane that rolled through. So that overall is what it was like living through that and hearing the sounds that we heard. And oh, and we never found our um, shutter <laughs> that was on my fiance's um, game room windows. We never found it. it it's probably in the next town over honestly but we walked around our neighborhood and everything we were never able to find it so yeah that was just not fun and then it you know you go into the days of having no power and you know figuring out what to make for food our friends and I we did switch on and off for a few nights between going to their house for dinner and then them coming to our house for dinner so it was pretty much like the only meal we were really eating throughout that time was like just dinner you know for the morning afternoon and everything it's like I don't know I had like a funny bone for <laughs> breakfast and you know all these bag of chips for lunch I mean it's all these random food groups you're eating throughout the day because you're just trying to have some sort of substance and not open your fridge because everything in your fridge is going to be non-existent which it was we had to empty out our whole fridge and repurchase everything all over again so 
So this episode is about to wrap up and then I'm going to do a part two. So stay tuned.